Welcome to Fresh Off the Boat. I'm delighted to uh, be chatting with Anisha Sabarwal. She graduated from HKIS in Hong Kong in 2016, I guess. 2015. 15. And then you went to Parsons School, pursued a communications design major, graduated, and you're currently in Hong Kong. So, uh, Anisha, welcome to our podcast. And it's uh, interesting that we could have this conversation because we're trying to create a pool of uh, uh, resource people, if I may, uh, to share their insights. And we were struggling to find students who've done communication design. So I'm, I'm happy to be with you today. So the first question, uh, Anisha, is what do you think it took to settle down at Parsons being in New York? Of course, Hong Kong is also a big city, so I'm not sure if that was a big transition. But in general, in school life, in college, how was it like using all the resources and settling in? Actually, I had done the summer pre-college program at Parsons the year before. So I had already stayed in the dorms for two months. Um, I had gone to classes. Um, I was surrounded by a lot of students that were also applying to Parsons. So when I came in, I already knew a, a few people in my dorm because we had gone to classes together already. So that made it much easier. And I was kind of aware of where the dorms are, where the classes are, just because I had done that pre-college program. So I felt like I was... Um, a little more accustomed but when I did start it was a little overwhelming just trying to navigate to class but once you learn the grid system it's quite easy to get around in New York. Super. How were initially like you know since you know the since you knew a bit of the academic uh, style because of the pre-college program was it easier for you to segue straight into communication design or you still had to do some of the formative classes? How is it structured? Freshman year, everyone it has to go through foundation year. So you don't officially declare your major until the end. So even if you applied with a certain major in mind, you could easily change it or, but every, everyone had to do the same classes. So what is it that you liked about the foundation program and what are the things that you could sort of ignore doing if you had to do it again? I liked that there was a focus on some traditional art, like we had live drawing sessions and just learning the basics of symmetry and, you know, charcoal and different mediums that kind of helped you be creative. I think though, after that, once everyone got into their majors, nobody had time to really just draw or create things that were just purely creative and had a meaning to it. I personally did not love 3D art, but I get that they wanted everyone to experiment with all mediums of art. So maybe like building things, if you're, if you like that, then you must have enjoyed that class. But I think it just helps people figure out what they like and what they don't like in terms of how they wanted to express themselves as a designer. Wonderful. Uh, very often students come to us and want to know specific things about majors within art and design. And here's my opportunity to sort of get it from you in terms of that. So what do you think uh, is communication design all about? What does it encompass? And what are the 
things people don't know about what you can do with that major. So communication design, after teaching you all the basics of graphic design, like typography and layouts and the tools that we use, like the Adobe programs, you can choose whether to go in a more editorial way and then you spend a lot of time in, in design, making books, um, magazines, zines, or you could do digital editorials as well. And then you could go into movie making, graphics, motion graphics. So there's a lot that you can do once learning the basics. And I wanted to go into user interface and user experience design. So that's where I went. But a lot of people in my major chose like very different routes. So when you look at UI UX and in terms of uh, prospects with uh, all the digitalization that's happening in our phones and all our wearables, uh, what are the kind of projects you worked on? And then what are in industry opportunities you get while you're studying, since your major is very uh, sort of practical in that sense? Um, well, we obviously had to learn Sketch and other prototyping tools. So there were a lot of projects based around designing like our own app and presenting it. Obviously, just prototypes and design choices. Then there were identity design classes that I that were there. So I chose to do that as well. So that's kind of like going into branding and logo design. Um, and for opportunities, there are a lot, but they do require some degree of experience. So I think a better starting point or an easier starting point is being a graphic designer and then like going into web slowly because I think UI, UX, they do expect you to already have years of experience doing it before they like trust you to you know, handle something. So, so I would imagine a UI UX designer would work very closely with, um, not too closely, but at least there would be some connection with the tech team. Yeah. Uh, so at college, were you sort of exposed to the idea of uh, doing like live projects? Um, no, sadly, we, we didn't have a tech team at Parsons. It was very concentrated on just the aesthetics of how you're going to design your app, why are you using certain colors. Um, so it was definitely just prototyping the app more Fantastic. than coding. So, yeah, and then where do you go from here now? What kind of internships did you seek or what are the your own projects, personal projects are you working on? Um, I started interning um as a ui ux designer in hong kong because that um and then i interned as a graphic designer i've done part-time graphic design and now i work at a digital marketing agency as a production designer which is sort of like a junior ui designer in my company so that's how i'm making my way up <laughs> <laughs> right uh, of course hong kong is uh... Uh, is a vibrant financial capital, or at least it was <laughs> until the time all of these protests and uh, many other things have sort of exploded. Uh, so you see yourself settling in in Hong Kong. It's been home for many years now. And uh, No, actually, my job is in New York. I work Easter okay. times. I just came here because of COVID. So right. I'm going back at some point, I think, in August. Right. So I'm going to switch gears and... Uh, ask a few questions uh, to get to know you, and then we'll go back to uh, maybe uh, life in New York City as a designer. Uh, 
and what do you see as inspiration on the ground there? Uh, so tell us, what are the three words or adjectives that describe your strengths? That describe my strengths? Yeah. Um, adaptable. Creative. <laughs> Self-explanatory. Um, and easygoing. Ad- well, I guess adaptable and easygoing. Sure. That works. That works. Yeah. Uh, if you look back at any sort of disappointment or failure or an embarrassing moment all through high school and college or even at work, let's say, uh, what reflections do you value the most so far? Um, I guess probably just to be really thorough. I feel like there's a lot of um, sometimes when you're working really fast or you're trying to send something really fast and then you send like a wrong email or you send like it to the wrong person. It's just about and being calm and double checking your <laughs> right absolutely professional etiquette professional skills uh, we all learn uh, yeah. so if you were to uh, sort of uh, reflect on the not kind of great lockdown but depends on how harsh it is in hong kong i believe things have opened up quite a bit uh, but even then shelter in place uh, your life suddenly got detached from New York City, where you were working, what reflections have you had during this time in terms of improving yourself in terms of body, mind, and soul? What are the things that you hope to do or you're already doing? I guess be as productive as possible. It's sometimes hard when you're, well, I work during the night. So I usually used to find myself being only productive when sunny and like I'm outside or I'm in the office I'm in like the space of productivity oh but I never used to be one of those people that used to be able to work in my bed or like at home I always had to go somewhere in the library or something but now it's like okay can't do that anymore so it's just about being able to adapt to these situations and a lot of people have been able to do it really successfully so I guess in times of crisis, like anyone can do anything that they really need to do. <laughs> they also say that great art sort of is formed during the time of crisis, global yeah. sort of world wars or other things. Uh, who are you following? Are there any interesting communication designers or graphic designers or artists uh, who have inspired you and are now doing even more interesting work? I follow a lot of digital illustrators on Instagram. Um, I like, some of them are obviously drawing based off related issues like Black Lives Matter and like the COVID illustrations. Um, I follow a lot of Indian digital illustrators. I feel like they kind of touch on topics that I can relate to, but I think there are so many out there that you can find you know, whoever's art like relates to you, whether it's supposed to be funny or like they're sending a message through a creative way. There's so many. Fantastic. So if you were to look at uh, going back to your life in New York, uh, there's obviously so much inspiration. There's, uh, you know, big companies, there's 
this uh, Times Square, the billboards, all of that. Uh, what is it that you miss the most about your life there? <laughs> Professional guess, life, let's just say. I guess just having a routine, like a like a good routine to be able to wake up, go to work and then come back and then you have your weekend and there's the autonomy of like, I have a roommate, but it's very independent. It's not you don't rely on anyone you have to like cook your own food and you know manage your own life and i think that itself i miss because it makes me feel older now i feel like i'm home and you know i don't have to take care of myself in that way so there's definitely that dependency that is nice for some people but i definitely miss the autonomy <laughs> you've been very genuine and honest and authentic in in this conversation so yeah so thanks for sharing so much uh we'll move towards like pretty much the final advice stage that you could give people who are current current high school students or ones at college or the ones who are supposed to graduate from college this year haven't got the graduation in person uh there are so many disappointments all around uh, how do you personally deal with uh life's challenges um well i'm lucky enough that i haven't had to experience the no graduation situation because i did i but i do see i went to a high school graduation for hkis and they did one where everyone wore masks and i guess i always like to think that everything is temporary so even like all the bad like the lockdown it's temporary and like any bad feeling you're having it's temporary not to say that it's like easy to get over but it's just important to remember that you won't feel this way the whole time and i honestly think a lot of universities will you know reschedule the graduation at some point cuz i don't think they want their students to not have that memory and it does remind me of a time when i had my graduation ceremony and a lot of people were complaining about how long it was and like <laughs> whether they were going to miss it and i feel like now they probably look back and were like yeah um we shouldn't have missed it or they were like good thing we didn't miss it so i guess not taking anything for granted as well fantastic you know there are f- few listeners uh, viewers who uh, are applying to art school and this question comes up that what does it really make to uh, sort of a, a, what makes a good portfolio and what is it that they should be doing particularly in india where many national curriculum schools do not have strong ib art programs or do not offer ib mm-hmm. uh, the process or the information that kids have about making a portfolio is only limited to what they read online what is it that you think students applying not just for communication design or any art school should know um i think for most applications they're not really looking for your technical ability because they can teach you that but they're looking for you to sort of represent something bigger whether it's like a personal issue to you or a personal issue in life or I think they just want your art to have some sort of meaning. I don't think they're looking for someone who has like the perfect drawing skills. They're looking for someone who can explain their art in a way that is bigger than what you see, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. You'd encourage students to 
find those themes which they care about and work towards uh, yeah. doing something ambitious with it too. Uh, fantastic. So thanks, Anisha. This has uh, been a super interesting conversation and I want you to know that we have a few webinars coming up and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get in touch with you was to let you know that the insights you could share with students who are pursuing the creative arts will gain from those conversations. Uh, so look forward to reconnecting and thanks. Thank you.